Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor. You know, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, you know, thank you guys for being here today. Today I have Jeremy Snyder. I've had him um, actually through real estate. Mm-hmm. And brought him onto the the Road Growth Podcast because one thing you actually know someone what they do from the day to day, but how they actually got here, and that's kind of why the Road to Growth is here to kind of guide you to where people have gotten, where they're going, and what kind of hurdles they've kind of worked through. Uh, Jeremy uh, works the Kansas City um, real estate area out there with his wife. Last time, I actually had when we did it for the real estate, I had your wife on here at the same time. Think, yeah, right? well, because yeah, she's the brains of the operation. You know, I'm I'm the eye candy. I'm the eye candy <laughs> of the operation. You know, we we uh we kind of we take our jobs and we uh we stay in our lanes. You know, I do a lot of the marketing, a lot of the lead generation, uh, a lot of the you know shaking hands and kissing babies, and and she does all the contract negotiations, making sure that uh, the eyes are dotted, the T's are crossed, and that the numbers are what they say. How how long did it take for you guys? And we're going to get to your backstory and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and how long did it take for you guys to figure out the roles that you did that and she did this? And pretty pretty quickly. She's been in in real estate forever. Uh, she's been in like twenty five years. Uh, I've been in it five years. I was in radio advertising for uh, twenty three years. Was the career I was in uh, before I got into to real estate. And she. Uh, was sitting down with a coach. This is several years before I joined her, and uh, she's very introverted, uh, but has been very successful uh, growing her business through past clients and uh, referrals. And, and this coach said, "If you want to grow your business, you're going to have to either a start talking to strangers and doing lead generation activities that get you in front of strangers." or hire somebody that is comfortable talking to strangers. And she went, oh, that's what my husband does all day long, you know, uh, talking to strangers and uh, working on selling radio commercials and stuff like that. So we, uh, you know, it was like almost a two-year process uh, before I left radio and and joined her. And so we uh, were talking with uh, other uh, married couples, Uh, that are realtors and we kept hearing, you know, figure out what you do. Don't, don't do the same thing, you know, get, get, get your lane and stay in your lane. And she's, she's very detail oriented and, you know, I am quiet and I'm the loud obnoxious one that, you know, loves, you know, I'm very extroverted. I, uh, I love open houses. Uh, That was not one of her favorite things to do. I like doing neighborhood events for all the, you know, neighbors come out and talk to us, and uh, she's more uh, you know, about wanting to be more close one-on-one uh, there. So uh, pretty quickly, but that's because uh, just talking to other people uh, that had gone before us that were married couples and were successful. Well, let's rewind. Is, so young Jeremy, growing up, was he always an extrovert? Yes. Yeah, my father was a, a high school drama teacher. Uh, my father, uh, when I was in elementary school, got his uh, PhD at Michigan State University uh, in theater education, and then uh, we came back to Kansas City, uh, and he was the uh, head of the theater department at a 
at a local college here in Kansas City. And then he, he retired uh, from that. But yeah, I've, I've always been loud and gregarious and obnoxious. Did you do a lot of theater growing up? I, I see the hand movements right there. So I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I could see you up oh. on stage. No, I, I wasn't banned. I, I uh, was very musically gifted as a child. No, I, um, I wasn't banned in, in high school. Uh, theater was kind of my uh, sister's thing. So I, and she's a year older than me. Um, and so I kind of let her do that. And uh, she enjoyed it. She was very good. Uh, and I, I just uh, went toward band. Now, what was the goal in band? I mean, were you thinking you were going to be an artist or what were your, your hopes, aspirations <laughs> growing up? I, no, I, 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 just, I just enjoyed it. Um, and uh, I, I chuckled when I was in, in middle school. I was in charge of hiring a mobile DJ for the school dance. And I thought it was the best dance ever. And I thought that was so cool. And I thought, man, that'd be kind of cool to play music for a living and go into radio. And then as I progressed and got into college, I said, you know, they're, the DJs aren't the ones making the money in in radio. And, uh, you know, I'm a good, you know, good sales guy. And so I, I did radio sales and did that. Went to college, got a degree in that and did that for uh, for 23 years. Okay, so. That was that was your aspirations is kind of get into radio, do sales, and kind of just be in that kind of environment. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I, I chuckle because you know I in in high school knew what I wanted to do for a living, went and got a college degree in that, um, and then ended up getting a job out of college and did it. I mean, I know a lot of people that they'll get a degree in you know you pick your degree and they do it for two or three years and ah. Eh, and then go yeah. a completely different direction. And I, I stayed the same direction, stayed the course for, you know, a score, you know, 20 plus years. And then, so your, your, your wife basically was talked into it by her coach, right. To bring someone on that kind of fit the criteria that you had. And I yeah. know you said it was a two year kind of window that, yeah. that kind of took you from there to, to where you are today. Okay. What, I mean, what was that process like when she first came home to you and said, Hey, I want to bring you on uh, to my real estate team. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was very successful. I was very good uh, when I was a, a radio sales executive. Uh, at that time, um, you know, I had a daughter from a previous marriage that was uh, young, and I didn't want to make a big career change uh, at, at that at that time and, and rock the boat. Uh, she was sixteen, and and my mind had always been okay once. Uh, once my daughter turns 18, uh, I can take some more risks. Uh, and, and so we, we've been talking and I, you know, I went to uh, Keller Williams, uh, their a family reunion in Las Vegas before I left radio, uh, took some vacation. Uh, and then I had some use it or lose it vacation time at the end of the year. And so I just, I took the entire week off. Uh, and did uh, did the real estate school uh, and, and just uh, got it out of the way. And my wife had always, ah, he's never going to do it. He's never going to do it. He really likes radio. It's, I mean, radio has a lot of great perks, you know, concert tickets. And, you know, I, I like to talk about the, the, the Chiefs. You know, this, this year's a, you know, Super Bowl champion. But back in 2011, you know, the radio group I worked for uh, had the broadcast rights to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, play-by-play stuff. And so that year I helped entertain clients in the suite every year. I mean, what a great way to watch a football game. 
Now, keep in mind, that's the year the Chiefs went two and 14. <laughs> they they weren't as dominant as they uh, as they are today. But yeah, a lot, a lot of good perks. You don't think I'd ever, I'd ever leave. Uh, and I, and I, I did. I took that week off, got, got licensed, and we made a plan that, uh, I think that was December, uh, that by by July I'd be uh, done with radio and, and, and join her. And I went in and, you know, I had great bosses. You know, they were wonderful. I went in and gave my notice, gave, gave them four weeks, which, which they took. They're like, yeah, definitely. Well, we'll take that time. And, uh, no, it, um, with, with good experience. And, but no, no I, I, I don't miss it. I still keep in contact with a lot of the people, you know, got to keep those relationships going. I just saw my old boss a couple of days ago. I was doing a pop by to some people who had, uh, uh, we helped them sell their house. I was went to the radio station, but no, ne- never looked back, and and it, it worked out very well for us. What What do you think was that that thing that pushed you over? Because right, because I mean, you did it for twenty three years in the radio yeah. business. Yeah, I mean, was it your wife's constant like, "Hey, maybe you should do it. Maybe you should do it," or was it? <clears throat> I mean, what what was that thing that actually pushed you over the edge to say, "All right, I'm going to do this. I'm making the jump. I'm going to change my basically life and career." Well, uh, a couple things, uh, she, and, and you know, as a, as a realtor yourself, the uh, the freedoms that we have as as realtors and uh, realtors, and I saw her experiencing some of those freedoms, uh, and I said, I, you know, I'm, I, I like that, you know, and here I am getting phone calls on a Tuesday at eight oh four, like where are you? Our day starts at eight o'clock. Mm. Um, and, and knowing that, you know, I had, you know, my daughter was older then and she was, you know, living out of town. And I, when you work for a corporation, if you have X number of days vacation, you've got, you have to, okay, how many days am I going to go see my daughter? How about days for the rest of the family that go on, on vacation? Uh, but she had some freedoms uh, that I was uh, envious of. And, uh, and I chuckle because still today, uh, you know, I still have that Monday through Friday, 5A to, or uh, 8A to 5P mentality. Mm-hmm. And then as a realtor, you work evenings, uh, oftentimes, and weekends. And my wife often has to say, you can't work all the time. Take a day off. So if I'm at the mall at a Monday at 10 o'clock, or if I'm at the gym at, you know, two o'clock on the third, it's, it, it, it feels weird. But if I work, you know, Friday night, I work Saturday all day, I work Sunday, I, I, I need to have some balance. Oh, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I told my wife the other day that my, my boss says I got to stay till four o'clock every day. Yeah. Goes, yeah. Aren't you your boss? I go, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And obviously you can, you can take advantage of that. Oh, look at all this freedom. I'm not going to work at all. But then, then all of a sudden it's like, wow, I, I don't have any business. Well, because you've been slacking. Now your, your wife already had, um, and successful. She had a coach. She was, I mean, mm-hmm doing well in real estate she and was. for your for yourself was there a number in mind that you go i need to have this much saved away to allow me to make this my full-time career or did or is it just more of i have faith because my my wife is uh doing so well in this? well yes and yes um okay. yeah because um there was always the question what happens if i get into it? and a wow this just it this doesn't jive with my personality or two man i'm really bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we had we had six months uh, in savings, uh-huh. uh, and 
you know, the, the, mar- the market's been good. The market's been good for, four, for 14 years. Uh, the last five since I've been in, it's been, it's been very good. And you just, you hustle and you treat it like a job. And you, you work and you follow up and you send thank you notes and you follow up and you take clients out to lunch and you ask for a referral, you know, and, and you work. And it's not a hobby. It is our career. What, what do you, how did the business change once you kind of got involved? I mean, I know the extrovert aspect of yourself mm-hmm. and I mean, there had to be some sort of filling out period of saying, okay, because I've, I've had some couples on here where they have to learn to shut it off. They can't talk about work when they're at the dinner table and things like that. So was there any kind of a filling out period between you two? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, that, that's called setting boundaries, which uh, I, I don't have. I'll be laying in, you know, whether it's a dinner table or, or bed at night with my wife. And I go, hey, I know it's 1130 at night. And we're just about to go to bed. But I got, a, I got a question about, you know, our listing appointment tomorrow. She's like, no, no, <laughs> no talking, no business, no business. Uh She's able to do that uh, uh, a, a lot better than, than I set, setting those boundaries. Are there things that you've come to realize um, now that you didn't think were part of the business or part of the job title, anything like that, or part of what you're going to do today? Well, here's uh, here's what's funny because you also asked how how it's changed when I got on with. When you work by uh, referral or people you know, uh, oftentimes you're you're driving all over the metro because she had friends uh, everywhere. And one of our goals was to uh, geographically focus our attention uh, in real estate. It's called farming. Uh, we do we really work uh, our neighborhood, bringing you know a lot of value, high value to the neighborhood. And so we noticed our business uh, and that business was coming closer. Because uh, we're not having to drive 45 minutes to other parts of, of Kansas City. Uh, I was doing uh, open houses at a very high level. And the par- we, had par- we had geographic parameters that I'm going to do it. Uh, you know, if there's another Keller Williams listing agent that has a listing in uh, a part of, you know, Kansas City that is in the same high school zone where we live. Um in the same city. So I'm not driving, you know, a long way. So I want people to recognize me uh, close. And so what we noticed is uh, business was closer and uh, our um, average uh, sale price was, was going up, which, which is nice. Did, you, know, you can do the, you can do the same number of deals nice. and make more money if the house costs more. Well, and and you said that your wife was more referral based, while you were yep. kind of more, I mean, cold leads, and I mean, yep. necessarily cold leads, but colder leads because yeah. you're getting from open houses. Mm-hmm. I mean, so how did that? How did she adapt to the rejection? Because you've already dealt with it, I guess, in the the advertising space. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and so how does she deal with it? It is hard because the way our business works is uh, I do a lot of that lead generation, mm. you know, do- door knocking in the neighborhood. Uh, I'm the face at a lot of the events, uh, doing open houses. And, you know, when you work with people you know, you know them. Or if it's somebody wants to work with you and you're like, that person's a clown. I, I don't want to work with that person. You know, uh, you can choose to not work with that person. But if you don't know the person, you know, I, I know you probably worked with people that, 
they're wonderful, they're wonderful, they're wonderful. And then all of a sudden, they, they're not. And often that's on the 20-yard line when you're close to closing. Uh, the way our business works, as I said, I do a lot of the lead generation. And once they are actively listing their house or actively buying, uh, she takes over. And that's, that can be challenging for her when someone becomes a jerk. And, and when you know, it's like, you know, we are a week away from closing this deal. This person will, will, will be out of our lives and we don't have to worry, but let's, let's keep pushing forward. Yeah. That's, it has been tough, very tough. <laughs> on that top right there, when someone tells you, I'm going to be one of the easiest clients you've ever, ever worked with, you know, they're going to be a pain in the butt. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. Or you have people who say, I'm, I'm going to be real difficult. And then you hear their story and it's, because of a real estate experience they had when they bought their house 25 years ago. Yeah. It's like, well, it's a different market. Um, it's a different market now. I'm just trying to set expectations. Oh, go ahead. Where do you see your your, your business going? If, if we're talking the next five years, where do you okay. see your business going? Uh, some of the things that we are looking at, we are, uh, you know, we're real estate investors as well, uh, wanting to grow that aspect right now we just we just fix and flip uh mm -hmm. we're not we're not holding uh yet everyone we talked to said oh holding property is the greatest thing i've ever done uh but we're just uh we're, we're taking the the profit quickly um and, and instead of five ten years down the road uh we're looking at uh, wanting to buy some uh vacation property that we'd airbnb uh we met with a, a great guy in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. We went uh, there last week and uh, God, I, I'll have to send you a picture. This guy is great, but he's six, seven and I am five, seven. So there's this picture of it. I'm here and he's here. So, um, but yeah, we're, um, you know, we're planning retirement, you know, it could be, you know, 10, 12 years down the road, but we're, mm. we're thinking about buying a property. We're also wanting to grow uh, our outgoing referrals hmm. you know and you know the way referrals work it's man if i if i have someone moving to san diego i'm going to send it to vinnie you know you're going to gladly take it because oh it's a you know a heavy buyer and then you're going to be showing them uh you're going to be doing all the work and um it's just something we want to to focus on there and then continuing to grow in uh, overland park kansas uh, and the kansas city area how long ago did you guys start uh, flipping? Because I know, I mean, I've had a, a lot of variety of realtors on here that do the flipping or the buy and hold. And sometimes there's, okay, we started as an investor first and then we got into the real estate. I mean, what was that process like for you guys? Um, we have done two, so, okay. <laughs> uh, but but, but Jan Janie loves it. She, uh, she just fun watching her uh, with the whole process. Uh, it, the, Keller Williams Overland Park has a very unique club. Uh, it's the investment club. There are uh, several agents uh, who got together and, and do investments, do flipping, do Airbnbs, and uh, just did a you know twice monthly mastermind. And it's it's huge. I mean, it's so huge that. Uh, you know, some of the top leaders with uh, Keller Williams International have said, okay, let's let, how can we model this and do this in, in other markets? And so, uh, you know, I love 
uh, Keller Williams agents who, you know, part of the culture is to come from contribution and, and people share their resources. They give us their suggestion. Uh, you know, they say, Hey, I'm doing, uh, you know, a, a broker lunch at my flip, come take a look at it. And you look at it and you ask questions. Okay. Why did you choose this kind of bat? Why are you choosing these colors? Why did you do this? How did you save costs here? And it, they're an open book. You know, we're an open book. People ask us questions. Um, you know, there's, you gotta come from abundance. There's plenty of information out there. Have you always had that mindset of kind of uh, coming from abundance? Uh, no, you know, a radio was real cutthroat. Um, and, you know, if there's a new car dealer coming to town, uh, you got to be the first one on it mm. uh, because only one person from your company is going to be able to be their sales rep. Um, and But then as I got older and more experienced in radio, it's like, hey, you know, I, hey, I'm busy with with my book of business here. Uh, that, that'd be great. Hey, if you want to, if you want to call on that, that shopping mall, that, that'd be great. That's, that's fine. I'm, I'm doing okay. But, um, yeah, a lot, a lot more at, at Keller Williams because there's, you know, my neighborhood has 1000 homes in it. Yeah. That, that can keep, get me busy, you know, fo focus on that. And there's a lot more than a thousand homes in Kansas city. I mean, well, how do you weigh that out? Because, right, I mean, that, I think that's a big thing. As you get older, you start coming from the idea of abundance. And yeah. sometimes people get scared. They go, I'm going to give my secret sauce away to someone. And now sure. I'm going to not be able to, to feed my family. I mean, where does that kind of balance come from? Um, I, I think because a lot of our ideas are uh, we get from our R&D department, you know, the rip off and duplicate. Uh, some of our more successful events. Um, have, have come from other agents, uh, you know, whether, you know, I mean, everything to be a good realtor, you can find on YouTube, hmm. you know, how to, how to run a good open house, you know, <laughs> how to call a FISBO, you know, how to have a good listing presentation. It's all on YouTube. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I run open house classes at, uh, at our office and doesn't mean people are going to, you know, follow me for beta, but if that, Hey, if they can get some good ideas, you know, if it raises the level of professionalism on all of us. When you look at your, your real estate career from up to this point, I mean, yeah. where do you think the biggest like struggle was or biggest hurdle that you've kind of had to work through um, in this journey so far? <laughs> when uh, <clears throat> when I got in, uh, Janie, my wife and I, and I keep adjusting my ear pots, so I'm sorry for that. Um, okay. We uh, we read the... Um, millionaire real estate agent and we followed it um we followed it we followed our, the models we wanted to do and it's like wow i'm knocking on these doors uh and having conversations and it's not it's not transferring I'm, I'm not having this success today that the book is saying i should uh, and then i had a realization it's like hey, they in, they're interviewing millionaire agents that are millionaires now and obviously they had to had to grow you know all millionaire agents at one time were brand new and had not sold a house at all uh th th and that was just struggling there going hold on we're doing we're doing everything right it's just not paying off uh, and i think it's because real estate's a, it's, a, it's a long game you know i i get online on facebook and you'll see people talk about man, I need to do something. I can get a listing right now. I've been in the business two months. I need a listing right now. So, 
okay, here are some things you can do to get a listing right now. But, you know, it goes back to the old adage, when, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, Yesterday. 30, 30 years ago, <laughs> you know. Uh, I look at a lot of our, our deals we have now. It's people that I've been talking to for a while. Every now and then, you'll get somebody. And, yeah, we just started. Yeah, we're interested. Hey, we'll work with you. And they buy a house first weekend. It's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I'd like more of that. So, uh, but that's why they say, you know, the fortunes in the follow-up. It's a lot of follow-up in this business. How, I mean, it, it sounds like you, your, your business is pretty consistent. And I mean, are there lag times and th times where you, I mean, have to have faith in basically the, your process? Uh, I, I, I wish, I, I wish there was. Uh, I mean, January, our, our January is just banging. And, yeah. and typically, this is a time of year that things would be slower. Our mm -hmm. December was was off, you know, off the rail. It's like, what? Where's this business business coming from? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's stuff we did ninety days ago, a year ago, two years ago. Uh, you know, it's our it's our mailers. You know, we we were able to tell our mailers were working uh, because we started getting calls from people that we did not know. Because mm. uh, we do all sorts of events, we're really involved in the elementary school. So, if someone who has kids at the elementary school that we know, like, are they, are they calling because of our mailers? Are they calling because they they see us at all these events? Um, I mean, it's uh, the the you're talking about you know have have things been uh, slow? No, but that doesn't mean that we have more business and we can. We can handle. I always, we always have, you know, time for you know your referrals uh, yeah. and additional business. Uh, but being a business owner, it's it's nice that we are able to uh, press the accelerator or take our foot off the accelerator um, based on craziness going on in our lives. You know, sometimes you know, like my father. My father passed away in, in April, and I was able to take some time off. Whereas I think if I was in the corporate world, it'd have been like, "Hey, we're, I'm sorry, your your father has passed. Um, we'll get we'll give you a couple of days, but then we need you back in the office." Um, but that was nice to be able to just exhale, be there for my mother, be there for my sister, uh, and, and and deal with that. So, but it, it it didn't slow down. It it, it kept going. Do you? I mean, as you're kind of growing and expanding, yeah. are you bringing on other team members, bringing on other admin, or what are your goals? What are you? It's a great question, and and Janie and I have had a discussion. We do have a transaction coordinator. Uh, some of the marketing pieces that we do, I, I keep, um, you know, like you know, we've got mailers. This is another one. This is our the most recent one that I that I that I keep showing. Uh, you know, we'll we'll hire. Uh, folks from Fiverr to mm. design those. Um, but we've been doing it long enough. Most of our events and most of the mailers are, are, are cycling back around, cycling back around. You know, I happen to have, I'm trying to see here, like our next big event we're doing, mm. it's a big, our coat drive. And, you know, it doesn't say the date. It just says Saturday, two to three. Um, um, I've had those signed for, you know, five years. Yeah. We just we use them again, just like like everything. You know, the Super Bowl is always on the you know February. It's on a Sunday on, in the evening. 
and I know you've you brought it up a couple of times, and I'll I thank you so much, Jeremy, for oh. for being on the the podcast. And yeah. anyone in the Kansas City area or just looking for real estate help, yeah, I mean, we go into the show notes, go find Jeremy. Okay. Um, and before I kind of finish it off, Jeremy, okay, I mean, are there? I mean, what would you say? And I know you said it again multiple times. The pros of being in real estate, right? The pro of having that flexibility. Okay. Right to have that ability. Yeah. Are there any cons that you could see for anyone that's maybe listening and thinking about getting into sure. real estate? Yeah. And let me go back to your last question because I didn't uh, uh, fully answer. We do have a transaction coordinator, and we have opted to not grow uh, a big team. We okay. we want it to be just me and Janie and our uh, transaction co- coordinator and, and a, a virtual marketing uh, assistant because you start people that have the big teams. So you got your I got my family problems. Now, all of a sudden, with my teammates, I'm going to have to take on their family problems, and I'm going to have to be yeah. there for them. And we just decided that, that, that's not what we wanted. But the the, the cons of uh, real estate is, um, you know, when friends and people know that you're in real estate, and you've had conversations with them, and you've talked with them about selling their home at some point, and then... All of a sudden, you go by and they've got someone else's sign in their yard. And you're like, you, you get frustrated with the uh, the fact, hey, I understand that everyone knows 12 realtors, okay? Yeah. But you, you didn't call me to say, hey, I just want to let you know we're going in a different direction, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, using so-and-so because of. Uh, you know, I've I've gotten an email before from somebody and say, "Hey, man, we work together, and I, we're just not finding anything. We're choosing to go in a different direction with somebody." And I appreciated that. You know, it stung, hmm. but you know, at least they they don't. That, that that can hurt. You know, that can really hurt because sometimes uh, sometimes it comes out of nowhere. Also, it's like we had coffee last week, and you said you were at least two years away. And as a realtor, you always take half of that. So, okay, they're only a year away. It's like, you were a week away from listing. So um, th- that's painful. Um, you know, so, uh, sometimes, you know, things go, go. I don't want to say awry, but you know, you're helping someone sell their house that they love and they think it's beautiful and they spend a lot of money on it and, and the market doesn't agree. And, and having those tough conversations you know, um, you know whether it's price reductions or, yeah, yes, the the market is crazy and the people across the street sold quickly, uh, but they've got a new roof, brand new windows, uh, you know, they're the popular colors, and you haven't touched your house since you know 1989, and you wanted to push the price, and the market is telling you it's not, and that's that that, that gets to be be tough. Well, the, the like the the eyes in the beholder. I had a I had an appointment that I went on, and the house was pretty bad condition. There was a door that went to nowhere, just kind of like fall off. Oh. And, like stuff was falling down. And, sure. And the 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 reason the least they relate to me is they said I couldn't find the the beauty in their their property, and I was like, yeah. well, fair enough. That was... <laughs> because it's not there. Like I can't find it because because it's, it's not there. So. Um... The, um, so, I mean, no, that makes sense. I mean, ha- so have you learned to to adapt to that? I mean, that you don't lose those friendships if they don't have, I guess, the... Um... I, I 
to yeah. be honest, I I, I need to I need to just be a man and man up on it, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it does hurt. Yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm doing well, you know. It's not like I'm starving, you know. We're I I drive a I drive a yellow Tesla. I drive the most obnoxious car in Kansas <laughs> City. Yes, it is yellow. No, you cannot buy a yellow Tesla. It's a it's a wrap. Uh, so I'm we're, we're doing well, uh, but still, it 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 hurts um, when someone don't call you, don't let you know, even after it closes. <laughs> like you know, as realtors, we can see all the information, you know. Or well, if I'm coming over to your house and all of a sudden it's a different address, it's like. Why are you living over here? So, if well, to, let's flip this over. Then, if someone's okay. listening right now and they go, you know what, I really vibe with this guy, and I want to basically give him a call to to get some insight into the Kansas City market. What's the okay. best way of people reaching out to you? To me, um, you'll chuckle. First thing I always say is send me a text. Send me a text because I get. I think we all get so many spam calls. Yeah, you know. So send me your information. Uh, or if you do call, leave a message. Uh, the number is uh, 913-244-4424. Uh, that's a good way. You know, my email is uh, Jeremy, J-E-R-E-M-Y, at sell with Snyder, like sell your house. And then Snyder, S-N-I-D-E-R.com. Uh, Jeremy at sell with Snyder.com, like D Snyder. Twisted sister. Uh, and I I always call people back. You know, I always text them back. I was in, I'm, I'm taking some Buffini training right now, and there was a they showed a, a, a slide that talked about uh people's uh phone usage. And like number one was was texting, and then it had game and had get on the internet, and like number 10 was to make a call, which was tied with I use my phone as a flashlight. I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm still old school. My wife likes to make fun of me. So why do you want people to call you? So, well, so, I, so I can have a conversation with them, which is what a phone is for. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think everyone has their own way they want to be touched. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, phone, uh, so text, text and uh, call me directly. And if you guys didn't get that, go in the show notes too. You'll find all Jeremy's information. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for being welcome. here. And, and you can hear, right? Listening to Jeremy, everyone listening right now. I mean, how much excitement he has, humor. And you know what? If maybe the the, the excitement, the hand gestures don't jive with you, don't worry. He has a partner. He has a wife that can help yep. you out. Just cookie cutter, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it works for us. It works for us. <laughs> thank you, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please subscribe. Please share. And if you're in the Kansas City area or looking to be in the Kansas City area, yep. go find Jeremy. Bye, Appreciate guys. it. All right. Thank you, Vinny. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.